Welcome back, everyone, to Miles Apart. Welcome. <laughs> How are you on this uh, sunny Monday evening slash afternoon morning for you in Chicago? I'm feeling wonderful. How are you? I'm good. I'm actually really enjoying this uh, sun, and uh, it looks like summer again, which is great. feels like summer, as Childish Gambino would say. <laughs> is it the same there as in Chicago where you get this, like a couple of weeks ago, you get like one warm day and you think it's coming, like summer's coming, and then it just goes back to yes terrible weather? And then well, it just feels like winter's staying forever. Yeah, it it wasn't like winter. It was just like, it was warmer than winter, but it was colder than now. And it was just very rainy the last couple of weeks, which, mm. you know, like a couple of rainy days, fine. But it's been like three weeks of lots of raining. Not every day, but it's just at some point you're like, all right, seen it. Let's move on to a different type of weather. Mm. Do you, are you the type of person where weather affects your, like, emotional state or your feelings? I don't, I don't want to say yes, but I, I mean, I'm sure that it has something, like, some sort of, like, effect on my mood. I mean... Mm -hmm. Let's be real, like a very nice sunny day is going to cheer up anyone, I feel mm -hmm. like. And a like super rainy day with like, I don't know, a thunderstorm or whatnot, it's just not the same type of mood. Mm -hmm. I guess this, so I wrote down like the most minuscule amount of notes, but for before this podcast, but it connects to what I wanted to bring up and it, I wanted to know what your thoughts are on motivation like what what do you how much value do you put on it um where does it come from for you and what do you think about it like motivation in general speaking where does it like where do i take it from yeah like what do you think about it do you think motivation is very important is it unimportant in your life? I don't know. Well, I do think that motivation is very important because at the end of the day, that's when a, that's what's going to keep you going. And I feel like you always, or like that's for me, I need a, a goal or like a reason why I'm doing something that I can mm -hmm. just like, I have to, I have to like make this deal with my head. I'm like, okay, this makes sense to do it now. Like, sure, in some situations it's different. But like, generally speaking, I need that motivation and or like that deal. And like, yes, like when I go, I don't know, running or I work out, it's to become like to be better in shape, to get better, stronger. Or when I study for uh, like college, it's I want to get good grades. And I also mm -hmm. like sometimes I find it very interesting. So I do want to learn more about it. So like, I feel like there's always some sort of motivation about, around it. And yes, I do think it's important. Don't you? Yeah, I think it's important. Um, I will say that 
I think a lot of people see it as an equation of you need motivation, then you do something, if that makes sense. So, oh, I'm, I'm really motivated to do something, then I do it, you know, whereas yeah. sometimes you do something first and then it motivates you. You know? Yes. Yes. You know what I'm yes. So, like, if I if I want to start something, but I'm not really motivated, maybe I'll be more motivated once I start doing it. Get what I'm saying? Yeah, I can see that. So, like, not not everything is based off of initial motivation. Yeah. So sometimes you need like the first-hand experience to know if you like it or not and then you have the motivation that's what you're saying yeah because maybe you're starting to work out like your roommate he's not very motivated you know (laughs) but maybe after a month or so then he has more motivation before he does it you get what i'm saying so once you once you work out then you're like oh that motivated me to continue to do it get what i'm saying that's true but i do do think that certain people have more motivation for different things or more motivation in general maybe that's also like the types of people like motivation for like working out is so specific for me because you have so many people who either don't really care that much who just don't need it that much like i feel like that's so much it's always like sure motivation is like the factor that can drive you to do stuff but it's also like what kind of personality are you or like what like what do you need you know what i mean yeah certain people need the the physical activity every single day yes yes like yesterday Mm -hmm. I went or I was planning on going on a longer walk slash hike with my girlfriend and I mean we did at the end but we slept in longer and then we took some time to get ready and at some point I'm like I need to leave I want to do stuff I then I get grumpy if I don't get if I don't can't like if I can't start moving Mm -hmm. and we were talking about that like sure there's you know like there's always factors where you're like why am i getting pissy about this or that but like in that case i'm like i don't feel like that's bad because it's my body telling me you need to do something like you need to move you need to do like some physical activity yeah i mean it makes but sense. that's like but that's very um how do you say very specific that example because my motivation for sports is very high hmm that's interesting. Uh, what is? Do you have any context of a different like situation that's not physical? Like, sure, what is your work. take on like motivation for work? Like, why do you? Let's say you have a work in the early in the morning. Do you get up out of bed because you want to go, and you're motivated to go do it, or you have to? Well, in a perfect world where you love your job every day, 24-7, you want to get up early to go to work because you love work and it fulfills you. So that 
is like the dream motivation. Mm-hmm. But we all know that's not always the case. And so I would say there's surely the factor of I have to. I can't just like decide. Like with sports, you're like, oh, I can, you know, I can miss a day, worst case. Mm-hmm. But if work, it's just not like that. And then like, why are we working in general? I mean, like, as much as we don't want to admit it, I feel like it is to earn money in order to, I don't know, like finance our lives and like Mm -hmm. to have the opportunities we want to have or like, yeah. Hmm. So if money wasn't a problem, let's say you had a billion dollars and you never have to work a day to make money, what would your, what would be your motivation for work? What would, and I don't, what would the work be? Well, then I would honest, if I, if money was never a concern, then I would just try and find a job that I love, like something I could do day in and day out. Which would be what? Right now, it's difficult as I'm going through a transition like this. (laughs) Good way of asking. Um, You know, there's different things that I really enjoy doing, but the the different, like, the point is always. My girlfriend said this a a couple weeks ago. Like, she's in acting and, like, she likes to be direct, like, she loves to direct. And directing and, like, acting and singing for her as a hobby, she loves to do it. But as soon as the question or like the the equation of money comes in, this all changes because you have to deliver on time. And when that equation or like money is just not a question, when it's just for fun, you don't like you don't have stress. There's nothing involved. Like, you know, it's not as it's not as you're not as dependent on it. I feel like. And so for me right now, I do have a lot of different hobbies that I love to do, but that are like, that have nothing in comp, like nothing to do with money. So I have to figure out what do I want to do. But at the same time, I have to do something that can pay my bills. Yeah, makes sense. You didn't really answer my question though. (laughs) No, because <laughs> I really don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. There's photography comes to mind, um, videography. Um, I don't know, like audio stuff comes to mind. Um, you know, creative stuff comes to mind, that type of stuff. Um I do love activity, like, you know, outdoor activities, but I know I'm not going to be like, a gym instructor because I lack the knowledge. So mm-hmm. I can't just do like Chris Hera stuff, like uh, start a YouTube channel and be like, I know everything. No, I'm too far away from that. So it's got to be something in that type of world. It would be interesting if you started a YouTube channel and st- like started as, I have no idea what I'm doing, but we're going <laughs> to, we're going to come along. You can like ride along and watch me like learn. Well, I mean, honestly, it would work because none of us really know what we're doing. I mean, I think that's 
just in life, no one really knows what they're doing. Even like no. every single aspect, you know, we kind of just no. all act like we know what we're doing. Yes, we're all scared or like nervous about every day. Like, I don't know, this person might be stressed out because he has to, I don't know, make an important phone call. The other one is stressed out because he has to do this at work. And like, we're all pretending and it's like, it's us because like when you get out of college or like when you're in your early mid twenties, you have to like, you want to impress a company and you want to tell them like, I am your greatest bid. I am the one who's going to help you change your company. That's the type mm -hmm. of vibe you want to give them. But at the same time, you know, there's smarter people out there. Mm -hmm. And you also don't, you also know that you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. I feel like a lot of people our age, maybe they just graduated college or whatever situation they're in. They feel like they, they need to figure out their shit like right now, you know? Yes. Yes. So what, it, what do you think about that? Do you, do you feel like that? No, no, not, not anymore. I used to, but right now it's just that I have different things going on at the same time with like sports, this podcast, it's not super time consuming, but still seeing a girlfriend, like having a girlfriend, seeing friends, um, studying for school. So there's other factors that come in and like, that's why I'm like, I don't need to know right away what I want or like mm -hmm. get this job where I'm going to stay for, I don't know, 50 years or like get this job in order to become the youngest CEO. Like that's not honestly right now for me. So for listeners, <laughs> you might not be informed. Um, in the future, I am trying to change the field of work. Let's put it that way. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it's it's a natural thing to to do. Um, like at some point you want to do something new. But it's also like, I don't have this one thing where I'm like, this, this is has to be it. Thing that, yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I'm, I'm so, sure for you with shoes, like... You're not waking up every morning and you're like, I have to make shoes for the rest of my life. No, I mean, I hope I'm not, but <laughs> one day I'm going to do something else and then I'm going to lo love it and then something else is going to happen. That mm -hmm. just continues on. Yeah, and I mean, right. Yeah. Do you think um, there are outside pressures on you figuring out what you want to do like I don't, your parents or something like do they have an impact on your plans like how do you go about thinking about your next steps or do you not and you just base it off of your feelings in your gut and you just kind of go with it i really want to say that i have a plan <laughs> <laughs> i just don't 
<laughs> I've never had a plan in my life. I yeah. honestly, I've always done stuff out of my gut feeling. Mm. It always felt right. And I always did something to the point where I found it to be satisfying and interesting enough. And as soon as I got bored out of it, or I didn't like it anymore, or I felt like I was stuck, I changed and I adapted. Mm. And man, I don't know what I'm going to do tomorrow. Like, I don't even know what I'm going to do tomorrow. Like, mm. I mean, okay, I, I do kind of know what I'm going to do tomorrow, but like, I don't know what I'm going to be, I don't know, doing in a week. Like, yeah. so I'm not stressing about work stuff. Like it's, I'm, I'm searching, I'm looking, I'm, you know, I'm trying to find people and all that, but I'm not like focusing on one exact job in one field, in one company, because I'm just like, Hey, this is a time of my life where I don't have that many financial like pressures on, like, I don't have to, I don't have a family to support. I don't have a wife right now. I, I only have to support, like, I need to pay my bills. That's all. Mm -hmm. So I can honestly, if I want to do this, I could work for McDonald's and cook burgers for a year if I really wanted to. Yeah. So what do you think about goal setting? Like, do you have any distinct goals? And do you have like short term goals and like long term goals? Or do you just kind of float around and live your life and follow your feelings? I do have long term goals, not short term, because short terms never work out. So long term, what are we talking like? have a child or build a business or what is it okay well <laughs> goals yes i would like to have a family in the future but that also like there's other factors like let's say the woman i marry is maybe not capable of having children so like you know it's not for me having an idea or like having a goal doesn't mean that that is going to happen like this mm -hmm. can adapt over time but there's ideas such as like, yes, I would like to have my own company at some point. Um, yes, I want to have a family in the future. So like be married or whatnot. Um, I want to continue with working out and all that. <laughs> that's, that's definitely a goal. <laughs> run, I want to run an ultra marathon in the next couple of years with you. Before work, it's like, the main goal is to be happy, to wake up every day. And like, as you like what I said before for motivating motivation, I want to have the self motivation every day because I love the job. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. I think everyone wants that. Yeah, I mean, yes. And it's, I feel like, yes, there's always people who are in a position to live up to such standards because of financial backgrounds or like this, the country they live in, the system they live in, like there's so many factors. Mm. But if you do are in such a situation, I feel like you should have the courage to be on the pursuit of happiness. Mm. I, I, was, I, can't, I can't remember where I heard this from, but this this man had a family and they like interviewed him and he was fishing and he was like, yeah, 
I just catch like the amount of fish that I need to feed my family and maybe I'll give a fish or two to a neighbor and that's about it. And they asked him like, why don't you um, make it more efficient and catch as many fish as you can, sell it and like make a lot of money and then start a business and five years down the line, sell it for millions of dollars um, instead of like going home early because he said he went home at like noon or something and mm-hmm. spent time with his family and he was like and what would I get at the end I would sell the business and then I'd be doing exactly what I'm doing right now so why do I want to waste my time in doing something else you know True. So it's kind of like figuring out what you prioritize yeah you know, like your standard of living like how much money do you need to make in order for you to live the life that you want. And then I don't think money is the end goal. No, I mean, I, I never, I don't want to be, I think we talked about this once before, but I don't know if this was ever uploaded or not. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, For me, there's not like one exact number and it's not like for me, the goal is not to have X amount of cars or this car or whatnot. For me, it's just like, honestly, right now I'm living a life where I don't have to think about like when I go grocery shopping and I decide tonight I want to eat sushi or like, I don't know, tonight I feel like ordering sushi. If I can do that without having to calculate, oh, and what on what do I have to cut back in order to do this? Mm-hmm. If I can continue that kind of life, I'm more than glad. I don't need everything. Like, I don't need a house. I don't need four cars. Like, uh, maybe, who knows, you know? But right now, I don't need it. So, for me, it's not a number. For me, it's just, like, I don't know, a feeling. If I'm happy with myself, I don't need objects. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. saying that I'm a minimalist and I don't own stuff. Yes, I do own a lot of stupid Tech, tech, tech at home, but right now I'm happy. <laughs> I think there is. I feel like everyone talks about balance, but there is a thing about balancing. Like not everyone needs to be a minimalist. Not everyone should be a maximalist. So it's kind of no. figuring out where you lie in this spectrum of sorts. Yeah, and. I mean, for me, I don't know. I grew up in a family where I saw that my parents worked their asses off. Like, I didn't, not to hate on my dad, but like, he was never really around when I was growing up because he was just working a lot. That came in like with different aspects that helped out tremendously and made life nice. But at the same time, I don't specifically want that type of career where I have to be in the office before everyone and where I stay at the office after everyone has left and I barely have Mm. time for my family and my friends so I don't know I want to have a relaxed life and relaxed I don't mean like do nothing but it's just like I want to you know I want to work and be great at work or great whatever I do and be competitive but at the same time I want to be able to, I don't know, come home and be like, all right, time for myself or time for my family or whatnot. Mm. 
Yeah, I think as we grow up, we understand how our parents raised us, and then we get an idea of what we want to change when we have kids. So I guess maybe that's a thing, like being there more for your kids and being present instead of just working. I think there's a threshold of being great and then being like the greatest maybe at work where you can work an extra like three hours, but you're only going to make so much more where you could spend that time more being at home and spending time with See, your kids or something. Yes, but if you, I don't know, let's say, um, I don't know, right now I'm a big fan of Apple and like the entire technology and like all the communication that goes from one device to another one, whatnot. I guess a lot of people like that. Um, and let's say I would get a job, I don't know, working assistant for Tim Cook. I would put in the extra work. Like that's for me it's just like situational. This stuff can adapt. But at the same time, right now, being twenty five, I don't wanna have a job where I see that I spend I don't know, eighty percent of my day in the office and I don't have time for other stuff. Mm. But this could change if I don't know if I'm in the right company or the right position and I get offered to do something or I live for it that I love doing then maybe I will become that. But I don't know. Right now, I want to say no. Hmm. That's interesting. How do you see these things? Uh, I don't know. I was very, very motivated for the past, like, three years. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm still pretty motivated, but now it's kind of just... Like you were talking about before, when you change from doing something as a hobby or doing something because you really like to do it and now it becomes like this is my job mm -hmm. i need to live off of this it's a little different so now mm -hmm. instead of not planning and just doing it as a passion project now i'm starting to think about things more um systematically mm -hmm. and um figuring out things with more a plan involved instead of just following my desires of this is what I'm going to post, this is what I'm going to make, you know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So it's interesting. I think a lot of people maybe in the corporate world, they're, they some people, or at least some people, they have an idea of I really want to do this for a living. Maybe I'll quit my job for it or not. And I let's say I love painting, you know, and then mm -hmm. they could start it and then realize they don't like they like the painting of it like the act of doing it but when it becomes a business then they have to do a lot of the rest of the stuff um and i've realized the rest of the stuff takes up majority of the time you know <laughs> like i gotta yes. manage i gotta manage so much other stuff that i don't even really get to do what i want to do so then you yeah. gotta make enough money and profit then you can hire somebody else to do it and stuff but there's always things take up time you know yeah and I, it's weird but like the vibe really changes as soon as you, it becomes mm. professional yeah i think people have the idea in their head about uh 
professional artist, they just wake up and they're so inspired and maybe they'll go paint today or maybe they won't, but it takes a lot to organize your life in order to make art or creativity into a profitable business, you know? So I'd say, because there's nobody telling you to do anything. Like if no one, if no one told you what, that you had to get up in the morning, like how many people would get up and do something or create something? I'm just thinking, thinking right now of like musicians that I follow and I think it's a mixture of both. Like they all started because they love making music. They have a a talent for it, a passion for it. But yes, over time it gets it becomes different. And so I feel like that's why sometimes they release albums that lack quality and like inspiration in our ears. But at the end of the day, these guys have to like also pay their bills. So sometimes they will have to put out an album that's not as good. And then you have artists like... So I have this like hate and love relationship with Drake. I don't like I don't love his music. There's one or two albums that I think are really good. But what I think is very impressive about him that he's been very consistent over the years. He's been releasing very often new albums. But he's found a way. I don't know if a lot of people know this, but he doesn't actually write all of his songs anymore. Mm-hmm. And he also doesn't really do like he's not producing all of his beats anymore. So sometimes he will just walk into the studio, record the couple of lines that he has to, and leave again, and then people will finish the song for him. Mm-hmm. I'm sure like he does more work for like an album or whatnot. But I feel like this guy has found a way to make it enjoyable and like sometimes create an entire song by himself and sometimes just have people do it for him because he has to. Yeah, I think you you can get to a point once you're reputable that you don't have to do as much work. Let's say I love this YouTuber and they busted their ass in the beginning to grab the attention like the edit has to be perfect and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. But like once I fall like someone falls in love with that person like what they speak up for and what they symbolize and stuff then the editing isn't as important what they're saying isn't even as important they just want to see them do stuff like if Casey Neistat posted a video every single day of him just like walking around the city and like like listening to music or whatever like I would watch Mm -hmm. it just because I like who he is so maybe that's the same with music yeah, or I mean, Casey Neistat, like, I don't follow him that much anymore, but, like, hasn't he, he, he has quitted vlogging here and there and always comes back? He, he posts maybe a couple times a month now. I mean, it's still good quality. I like to watch his videos, but it's, it's not the same, but I still like mm-hmm. watching his videos. Like, whenever... I have him on the notifications or whatever, so I get notified and I'll watch it, but it's not as good if you look at it on a style-wise, but it's still as good to me because I just like what he makes. Yeah. You know? And I'm sure there's millions of people 
feeling the same about him as you do. Mm. Yeah, it's... But I feel like at first motivation, like in school, like throughout high school and then like beginning of college, for me, motivation was more like, I guess I have to do this. I didn't really realize what this was about. And then it becomes more visible once you start, like after high school, you're like, you stand in front of this wide open world and no one tells you, you have to come to this class today. You have to do this today. Mom and dad are like, you have to eat tonight at six with us. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh, wow, what am I going to do? <laughs> it's paralyzing, but at the same time, it's very beautiful because you can really do whatever you want. I mean, you have to follow the laws and the regulations of wherever you're living in, but you could, if you want to be a professional fire juggler, go ahead. If you make enough money to live yeah. the way you want to live, yeah. you know? But don't you think, I've seen this a couple of times now, that, so like when I moved out the first time, I really, like, I, I didn't move out moved out like five years ago but i didn't live with my parents for like a year one and a half prior already because i was traveling pretty much the entire year so i was like out of one year i was maybe like one or two months at home so i don't really mm -hmm. consider that living anymore at home um but so ever since i've you know i've committed the mistakes i had this one time where i, I drank too much <laughs> yeah and partying became a bit more interesting because there were no more parents to tell me don't drink on a tuesday night mm. so i feel like i did all these mistakes that you can or should or maybe should not do but now i know what i want to do and what i should not do because it's just the right thing to like nowadays I'm like I don't need to drink on a Tuesday night because why would I unless mm. there's like a, an actual reason but I see like what I was trying to say is I see a lot of people who never had these experiences they follow these so-called so rules because they've been told to and at some point it gets too much for them mm. and some of them move back some of them are like I don't know what to do anymore so, uh, where was I going with this? <laughs> don't you think this is... Oh, yes. Don't you think that sometimes the world, for some people, can be overwhelming? Yeah, I think sometimes I feel a bit overwhelmed just because there's so many paths, like, every single day, you know? Um, just by... I can say it's because I'm doing my own thing and... There's no set rules, but um, it can be paralyzing at some point. But I think at the end of the day, movement helps, you know, whether it's mm -hmm. physical movement but or um, in business, just like keep moving, you know, you mm -hmm, can always mm -hmm. you can always steer a ship as it's going. You can't really turn a ship when it's not going. It's easier, mm -hmm. you know, so. I, I think once you stop, if you just stop and just sit there, then you're kind of going to just get lost, you know? But why do people stop? 
because like no one wants to stop. Maybe because they push themselves too hard. There's a thing of working too hard and not paying attention to your mental health and not listening to the signs. Maybe you have a panic attack and you just think it's because I don't know. And then you just keep working and then you really have a mental breakdown. Yeah. I think it's also our generation is different than our parents because when I also had like mental health issues a couple of years ago, you know, because you pretty much pulled me out of it. (laughs) Um, And when I talk with my parents about it, they didn't really grasp or like understand it because when they were our age, they didn't like, this wasn't a topic. It was Mm. more like, this is the time now because our world is finally flourishing after second world war and like economies finally settled and like the, the system started working and all that. So I feel like my, our parents didn't really have the chance to think about all, all of these things. And mm. now us living in like these Western worlds, we have the luxurious, like we have the luxury to think about mental health, but it's interesting that, so many people ignore it or like don't know how to cope with it yeah i think when you have a lot of options or you look on the opposite side let's say you don't have any options and you're forced to go into the military or you're forced into doing this one job like you don't really get to think about like there's no other options so you're you're not going to think in your head i could be doing something else or how am I doing mentally? You kind of are just forced into doing something. So now, when you're even 16 years old, you're, you need to start thinking about what you want to do for the rest of your life because that's what school is trying to tell you what to do. So now everyone's just thinking our age that we have to figure our shit out earlier and earlier, I think. But so I think it's, it's a beautiful... I think it's a beautiful dance, you know? You don't have to be tied to something so tightly now. I think the beautiful thing about the world we live in now is you can be doing anything. Two years from now, I could be a a DJ making music and playing live shows and making millions of dollars. And then two years after that, I could be a computer programmer because I learned how to do on YouTube. Or food chat GPT. Yeah. It's true, but I feel like it's also... First of all, what you said before is that we have a systematic issue where we give ourselves the impression that we always have to do stuff. Like, there, there's no room of being lazy. But at the same time, we implement the system of being lazy through, like... Netflix and like all these video games and like no attack against gamers. I know there's like professional gaming and all that, but most of us game for recreational reasons. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And I feel like that creates this vacuum of like stress where we're all like competing against people from around the world because literally everyone, anyone can compete against us nowadays. Like if you're on LinkedIn, you get matches from everywhere, like from similar field of work, like similar job, um, 
same area, people you might know. So you're constantly competing. It never stops. You go on Instagram, you see people who might be more in shape than you. I don't know, might be richer than you, have this nice car. I don't know. Like, it never stops. And I feel like that creates this problem where everyone needs to, to be this greatest person being mm. super productive and like always achieving like the most amazing stuff but no one really thinks about actually taking a break and relaxing and like listening to your own body mm. or like well, mental I think, health i think nowadays since we have social media there's this ultimate connectivity whereas back in the day for our parents they had their group of friends they saw what they wore maybe there was a specific style that everyone was wearing and you wanted that jordan or you wanted that really nice polo shirt or whatever but now you are connected to the entire world and you see that there are rappers wearing diamond necklaces and this and then that's like the ball everyone has a worldwide bar instead of having like a small community bar and you're not connected to a small amount of people you're connected mm -hmm, to mm -hmm. so many people and you see people living their best life like they show what their happy life but at the end of the day everyone's just trying to like show off that little sliver of their life that's good instead of like slowing down and paying any attention to themselves yeah like if somebody's after your work, let's say you clock out, you get home at 6 p.m. Instead of relaxing and reading a book, majority of people are just going to sit there and go on their phone or watch some Netflix. That's still like over overstimulating your brain. Whereas reading a book, a fiction book and having some imagination in your brain is way better for you. It's true, but let's say you're someone who works 100% 9 to 5, or like, I don't know, how, like here, 8 to 6 or whatever, mm -hmm. and until you go home at 6, then you start cooking, and it's like 7.30, 8, something like that, and you don't like reading, or you don't like to listen to a podcast, so then you're going to, I don't know, play video games for an hour or two, and then you go to sleep... But where do you get your mental health stability? Because you're actually working all the time during the week. And on the weekends, you want to see your friends and probably go out because it's a time to, like, unleash stress in a way. Mm -hmm. So that's my, like, I feel like the argument of, like, having a good mental health is works perfectly with people who have the time or, like, the schedule to take off time. But what if, if you don't have... Like, if the schedule doesn't allow you to do so. I think it's about personal personal accountability. Um, two people will assess the situation differently. Let's say it's pouring rain out, and one salesperson is like, oh, it's pouring rain out. Nobody's wanna, going to want to get their get sold anything that day, so I'm just not going to go out and sell door-to-door. -door. Another salesperson will be like, no one else is selling right now because it's raining, so I'm going to go out and sell a bunch of stuff, you know? So it's like... Yeah, it's true. You got to hold yourself accountable. Well, of course, I don't want to work out every single day, but I know that it's good for me. I know that it's going to help my mental health, and 
Maybe they just, you just need to figure out what you like to do. Maybe you don't like reading. Well, maybe you like meditating. Maybe you like doing yoga. Maybe you like going on long, long walks or focusing on your breath for five minutes or taking cold showers. You know, there's a, an endless amount of things. That's you true. just need, yeah. to, need to find it for yourself. The thing about humans is we're all so similar, but we all have different interests. But just because a lot of people around you aren't interested in the same things, there's millions of people around the world that are interested in these niche subjects. So you can always find a small community to learn new things. But that does bring you back to being online. Yeah. I think <laughs> see the world is twisted, man. <laughs> yeah. I think you should prioritize being offline. I can't remember who it was, but I think it might have been Tim Ferriss. He has a podcast. It's like super popular. But mm -hmm. he I think he takes off like every Saturday he doesn't have a phone. Doesn't have any internet and just lives his life that day without any technology. So it's kind of giving yourself a break when you can. Maybe it's every single night before you go to bed, like two hours before you go to bed, you put your phone on airplane mode and you put it in the corner of the basement or something and you can't be on your phone until the next day at, until you go to work or something, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, I can see that. But my, so I agree with you. You need some time off during the day of your screens and all that. But like for me right now, it's when I'm at work or when I'm studying or when I'm recording this podcast with you, I'm on a screen. And when I go to a gym, <laughs> I start watching YouTube videos <laughs> to know what I have to do because I do try to find new exercises on it. Like I... I don't want to do the same routine every week, so I have to watch his videos when I'm working out. Mm. So I'm always on a, like, there's always a screen around me somewhere, which makes it difficult, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, as much as the idea is nice to, like, not have a screen on you or, like, not watch and look into a screen for an hour or two, it's difficult to achieve that. Yeah, I mean, there are extremely smart people behind these screens designing apps and designing programs for social media apps like TikTok and stuff like that that are going to get used sorry my roommate's been very <laughs> being loud right now so we, everyone we can, we, can hear him we can we can cut it out <laughs> no we'll, we'll let it we'll let it in <laughs> so he knows to never do this again <laughs> shame on him <laughs> Yes, sorry, you were saying. But basically, there's, there are very smart people engineering these programs to get us stuck on these apps and on yeah. our screens in general. So I think we have to take it upon ourselves personally to make an effort to create a system in our own lives to be away from it at some point. You, know? you can watch... You can have YouTube videos playing forever and you you can die and you'll still have videos left that you want to watch, you know. So, oh, it's endless. Yes. At some point you got to cut yourself off. You got to make rules 
to keep yourself sane. That's true. And like, I, I want to say this is, I'm, I'm glad I'm running because when I'm running, I'm obviously not looking on a screen. And yes, I do bring my Apple Watch with me to track my run, but I'm not running like this, looking, staring mm-hmm. into the screen. Yes, I should not listen to music when I'm running. As it talks to you. <laughs> yes. Siri just went off. <laughs> um, <laughs> wow. Um, so, yes, I know I shouldn't listen to f- uh, music because you do need that time off. But we've talked about this in a previous episode that I hate running without music. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's so difficult to find like what you said before, everyone is different, 100%. And it's so difficult to find your Zen moment, let's call it Zen moment, where you can like relax and make sure your mental health is fine. And you have to find that routine that works out or like works the best for you, whether it's be it be like food or a sleeping schedule or whatnot. But it's so difficult to not have screens around you. Because nowadays, our world is pretty much built upon that. Yeah, I think it's just like it's anything in life. It's a constant struggle of trying to figure it out. You're never going to reach the exact potential that you want to. But in anything, you can strive to be the greatest that you can in so many aspects. And that's why... Um, you can make more money to or in five years than you are right now because you can learn so much more in that span of five years or a year or a month. You can learn how to develop systems where you can't have your phone when you go to bed or so you don't wake up in the morning and you're not on your phone the first hour or two or whatnot. So like, there's always strategies to learn from other people um, or maybe you just come, it up, come up with it in your own brain but mm-hmm. it's a struggle it's a, the human condition of trying to figure out your life and I think nowadays the screen is another problem but we don't have to worry about hunting for our food and gathering I plants mean, and mushrooms yeah. and stuff so like it's just a a change of things to worry about yeah, and I mean, honestly, like, as much as technology might bring certain negative aspects, it has brought so much good stuff. Like, I don't know, we can cure um, diseases and, like, like stuff that wasn't possible, like, a couple of years ago. And, like, all of, like, it makes our life so much easier. Like, think about it. When you're studying or when you're, like, trying to obtain information... Like, when our parents were young, they had to go to a library and read books till they found that information and were hoping that their information was somewhere in a book in this library. Nowadays, Mm. it is as simple as asking your... I'm not going to say the name of the the lady that answers your question from on your iPhone, but Mm. you can do that. Or you can even, like, go on ChatGPT and literally type in a question, and it will spit you out whatever you want yeah i think 
in any situation, there's always issues and things that we have to overcome. But at the end of the day, I always like to think that we are living in the greatest time to be alive. Out of all the generations of human beings, I would pick this generation every single time because oh yeah, a couple a couple hundreds of years ago, like it would be pretty smelly and gross, and we wouldn't <laughs> live that long and. <laughs> You know? I love that that is your number one concern, <laughs> smelly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's true. Like, we have Man, systems Middle in Ages place. was smelly. <laughs> we have systems in place that allow us to live this lap of luxury that we live. Even if you're super poor, like, the government's going to give you money to get food. Like, th- that just was not a thing, like, a couple of hundreds of years ago no you know no yeah no I, I i mean i totally agree life's gotten like yeah this world is so comfortable and so nice and yeah totally agree with you man like a hundred years ago we would probably been fighting against each other mm-hmm. and the idea that i could just talk to you at this very moment across an entire ocean and I can just see you right in front of me instead of sending you a note and having a ship send it to you. No, we're actually record, like we're, a re- we're recording a conversation together. This is this is what sometimes still blows like blows my mind. We're recording a conversation together on this like on my computer and your computer, but then we're uploading it to different distri- like websites Mm -hmm. and other people can listen to it or even watch it either in like the long like long version or shorts or like it's insane Mm -hmm. that's the beauty about technology nowadays yeah you can connect to anybody and that's always going to be a positive and a negative at the same time you know like Mm -hmm. if if our podcast does well let's say a year from now and it has a couple people that like it there's always going to be people that don't like it but there's the people that we can affect positively you know and that would not be possible without the internet and these technologies nowadays like i have been Mm -hmm. positively impacted by hundreds of thousands of people online like i would not be the person i am today without meeting these people online that I, I they have no idea I even exist. Are you referring to other creators or people that you that started following you because of your uh, shoemaking? Or it's a well, mixture think, of both? I think it's a mixture of both. Like I'm online following people and watching videos because I learn from them and I get something from them and I probably wouldn't have started running if I didn't follow a couple people and then, you know, it's like a beautiful thing Mm -hmm. to learn from people's mistakes and see them go through something and be inspired. But Mm -hmm. at some point you have to realize that you need to go and live your life and do some things too. So at what point do you turn off the screen and go do something is that's the problem. Yeah, that's true. That's a good open question. At what point do you start doing stuff? And it's 
it's everyone's like choice of what that means, you know. But if you're sitting on the couch and you're very overweight or you have like extreme anxiety to even like go have a conversation with somebody, there are there is a point that you have to realize that you need to change and change is very scary. Anytime you want to start to change something, it's daunting. Mm -hmm. so you just got to mm -hmm. start start today and do it a little bit and a little bit and everything adds up. Yeah, I think that I, is the most important part. When you do change or like not change like your entire personality, but when you are on such a path, one has to keep in mind that change is never like a short-term thing. It's a long-term mm -hmm. process and this will take years, months, years. So like it's always difficult, but you always have to stay in that routine. Mhm. Mm same with work, working out. You're not going to get shredded if you go working out one week and that's it. That's not going to happen. Well, you see people that I think it's, it's like December and January are the greatest times to own a gym because that's when you sign up all the people. Like January 1st, you don't want to go to the gym January 1st because everyone and their mother's going to be there. But mm -hmm. like slowly you'll see people not going and whatnot like maybe two two months into the year people will like stop just because they get mm -hmm. super motivated in the beginning and then they're like i i don't see anything and thus i'm going to stop i would also dif differentiate that because i feel like these new year's resolution is just such a like cliche thing and like everyone has said at some point i'm gonna do like i'm gonna start doing this next year and it's always it's like a lot of time it's just like yeah, yeah i'll just i'll just say that to please others mm -hmm. yeah you have to create it an actual thing in your mind i don't know what it actually is but uh i think it just depends on who you are you can't some people can just be like today i'm going to start running and i'm going to see where it takes me and other people need to sign up for something and then go train for it or you know yeah, it boils down you have to be strict with yourself and you have to look at the bigger picture that's the only way you're going to succeed in all this i mean like whether it be in school whether it be in your relationships um like nothing is given you have to invest you have to have the motivation as you asked me at the beginning of this episode and if you lack all of this it's never gonna work mm -hmm. you can't man, 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 maintain a romantic relationship with your boyfriend or girlfriend if you're not gonna put in the effort and be motivated to show your love to that significant person mm -hmm. anything you want to add <laughs> <laughs> i i feel like we we hit the topics yeah. we, i mean we we did pretty well i think so i feel like think... you um dear listeners i bef literally before this recording we we're on the phone and I honestly didn't really know what to talk about, but it seems like Matthew really uh, really came through today. Good questions. 
I mean, I really didn't even ask that many questions. I probably asked like two. <laughs> it just kind of spitballs from there. But it's interesting. Yeah. I think I think a lot of people are interested in these topics. So, and some people look for other people to find out how to handle things. So it's nice for, especially even me. I like to listen to how people. Um, deal with situations or what they think about motivation or getting things done stuff like that so yeah see I love to motivate people that's my thing <laughs> if I could do th this is my ending statement if I might if my like the job I know I would be very good at psychologist hmm I know how to motivate people. I feel like I know how to like talk to people. And I tried. I took classes at, at college. I <laughs> failed both of them because I was too lazy <laughs> to study. <laughs> so yeah. for the listeners, tune in next week and we will talk about Mel trying to be a psychologist. <laughs> oh, no. Sure, can't wait. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna have a masterclass on psychology next week, where Mel breaks down every single aspect of psychology. Man, I have no terms. I know how, <laughs> what to say. <laughs> I can be like a great motivator. I'm like, do this, and we'll help you. <laughs> but I got no terms. <laughs> if you have ten of them, you're much further than me. <laughs> More like if you have one. If you have one term, you're... Sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know depression. I know... Um, <laughs> wow, wait, wait. <laughs> Panic attacks. That's two. All right. Yeah, let's quit. Well, um, I got two, so let's quit. All right. All right. Well, thank you for listening and uh, tune in for um, next week's episode. You know the deal. Sleep well. I guess so. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> <Bye> <laughs>